So far, we're doing great. We've shot down some recreational balloons. We've nuked a small town in Ohio and apparently escalated a war into World War III. But don't worry. Best year ever. All today, Eric's America. Hello and welcome. Welcome back. I hope you're having a good Sunday. I am a little late getting this going today because you may hear it. You may hear the difference. I have a brand new mic and I'm trying to figure this out. Uh, Not everything's going to plan yet. Not everything's going the way it's supposed to as of yet, but I will get there. I will get there, but uh, so far I think it sounds great. Um, we're going to see, we're going to see what happens. Uh, but I, I really like it so far and, uh, experimenting with it and trying to get, uh, things rolling has uh, pushed me a little late on a Sunday, but that, uh, it should be fine. It should be good. Uh, I hope you had a good weekend, uh, a better weekend than some people. Cause we're going to talk about it. Boy, things are not great. Things are not going well, unfortunately, which I, I don't know that that's a surprise to anybody, you know, at, for a while I started feeling bad. I'm like, man, I'm always saying that things aren't great. Things aren't going well, but I think everybody knows it at this point. I mean, you don't even have to, you definitely don't have to watch the news. People don't watch the news anymore. Anyway, people don't check that stuff out. Uh, they, they get their news from Twitter, YouTube, whatever, Facebook, I guess I meta, I should say it's not Facebook anymore. It's meta 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 anyway, which just sounds yeah, I don't like it. But hey, yeah, who am I? I don't name these things. I wasn't asked. So anywho, before we get too much into it today, please remember to like, subscribe, rate, review, stars. Please give it stars. It likes stars. The algorithms love stars. The more, the better. They just, they love it. Especially five stars are the correct amount of stars to give it if you're allowed. If nothing else, comment anything. Uh, any interaction really makes the algorithm gods dance and sing and uh, burn campfires and stuff. It's, it's amazing. And uh, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it because it just... Uh, moves it to where more people will check out the podcast and that uh that's the whole point so anyway dealing with some throat issues and a new mic it should be a great day we're off to an awesome start anyway i'm sure you've already heard if you haven't um i don't know where you've been uh or maybe you just you know watch uh, some of the other news now i know i know that uh, the chinese government is going full bore into saying that Everyone is hiding the train derailment and all the issues in Palestine, Ohio. That's not completely true. No, now the government, the officials, yeah, they're not super involved. They're not super involved. In fact, it's very interesting because just this week, just the last couple of days, Biden has refused to declare it 
an emergency or a disaster, which is strange because it seems like both. I mean, if it was anywhere else, it would be both. But sadly, it has not uh, reached that level. It's not even level enough. You know, it was a train derailment, chemicals everywhere. We're going to talk a lot about that today because it's nothing new for this area of the country. I know very well. I grew up in this area of the country. Um, it's nothing new. And it's nothing new for the government to just ignore it. Okay. They, uh, they hate and always have hated the people that live in these areas. And the area is the Appalachian region. They hate it from Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio, Eastern Kentucky, West Virginia, East Tennessee, Western Carolinas. They hate you. They have hated us. They always will. They don't care. It is the poorest region of the country by far. And it is a vast region. And it is beautiful. But sadly, they don't care what happens to the environment there nor the people. They just don't care. And it is really strange to be talking about this because we've all heard that climate change and the environment is the most important thing that it possibly could be. And we know this because just this week, Josh Hawley, you know, it's kind of strange. He was uh, giving a, a press conference and all of a sudden this crazy protester ran through. I think you're forgetting that we... And what do our leadership... We have the largest military in the world. We spend over $1 trillion every year. And the state, your state of Missouri, is over half the people are in poverty. China is not our enemy. The climate crisis... Okay, so what'd she say? China's not our enemy. The climate is. <clears throat> this shows you how stupid. Is she bitching? You know, it's funny. If she actually cared about the environment, what would she be bitching about right now? Honestly, if you were a legit climate person, if you were a legit environmental person, you would be freaking out, screaming, running hair on fire about Ohio. What are they not talking about? She's not talking about Ohio. She's talking about the U.S. military. Okay, well, uh, you're saying China's not our enemy. Well, I mean, if you are all about the environment and all about climate, uh, China most definitely is your enemy, your sworn enemy, more than any other enemy could possibly ever be on the face of the earth. And let me tell you why, because they are the largest polluter ever known to mankind, and they don't plan on stopping anytime soon. They have destroyed their country with pollution. They are polluting half the fucking world. So if you gave a shit at all, if you were legitimately cared one second about the environment whatsoever, you'd be yelling about China and India, Indonesia. You'd be freaking out, hair on fire, burning things down to try to stop it. And closer to home, would you be pissed off at Josh Hawley for giving a press conference? Or would you be in Ohio screaming for somebody to do something? I, I Well, we'll talk about it. Anyway, we're going to go on because uh, they're just ridiculous. The climate crisis is our common threat. It's interesting. This administration wants to use the climate crisis as a justification for its agenda in Ukraine and elsewhere. Maybe they ought to mm -hmm. visit with that guy. 
Yeah, maybe they should. Actually, maybe somebody with a brain could possibly wake up and realize that it's all a joke. And if you haven't figured out it's all a scam, it's all a joke, there's two things we're going to talk about today that will prove 100% without a shadow of a doubt that all the climate, environmental, all that bullshit, the John Kerry's, the, the Greta Thunberg's, the, you know, Al Gore's are completely and utterly full of shit. They do not care one thing about the environment whatsoever, period. They want power and they want money. And that's all they care about. And they want control of you. So they never have to give up either one of those things, their money or their power. That is all they care about. It's all they've ever cared about. How do you know that? Well, the story that's going on right now, huge story to me because I can't believe it. I mean, I thought for sure there would be people just losing their minds and I figured, well, obviously, the Biden administration, that all of them, all they do is, you know, signal, virtue signal daily, hourly, minute by minute on how there's nothing more important. There's never been anything more important than the environment and global warming or climate change or whatever the fuck word they make up this week. Right. That's all that matters. Well, it is really strange because you had a. Huge problem in Ohio. Huge derailment. Toxic chemicals everywhere. Instead of trying to clean up the spill, what they decided to do, they decided to set it on fire and essentially nuke a town in Ohio. Now, it's really weird because Pete Buttigieg, our wonderful uh, you know, transportation secretary, the guy that's supposed to be on top of these things, I mean, right on top of them, well, uh, he did give a press conference. He really did. He, um, hmm, uh, I'm not sure that he really covered. Well, let's see what he had to talk about because uh, I don't believe the uh, the train thing. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's what he was talking about. But I mean, it was going on right at this time. systems have faced in the last two or three years, partly because of the pandemic. We've faced issues from container shipping to airline cancellations. Mm -hmm. Now we got balloons. That's right. Um. <laughs> oh, and we got balloons. And then he goes on to say, and you're going to love this because this just shows you how full of shit these people are. I mean, just complete full of shit. Our biggest problem in this country is when we do do projects when we do kick in and we're finally building infrastructure because that's all you ever hear is how our infrastructure is failing and how we got to fix our infrastructure so that means billions and billions and billions of taxpayer dollars have to pay for roads and bridges right and so bud gig goes on to say that well the biggest problem is the fact that when they do finally get these projects going, because they just never have any money. Now, there's been umpteen jillion infrastructure bills that total trillions of dollars over the years, but nobody's ever fixed the roads and bridges. But now, once they finally get them started, the real problem is the construction workers. Well, they're too white. And that's the real problem. Now, can you imagine, can you imagine, put yourself in this position, all right? You've just had several near misses of airplanes almost colliding into each other. You've had major delays through the uh, 
the uh, airlines all year repeatedly. You had the whole shipping thing that started in 2021, all that going on. Now you have trains derailing right and left and basically nuking small towns and causing backups and all kinds of shit. And you want to sit there with a straight face and say, well, you know, none of that's really a problem. It's pandemic and something else. And But what the real problem is, is there's too many white people. Now, I, it's hard. It's hard to sit here and listen to somebody like that <clears throat> and not want to just walk up and smack the shit out of them. Be like, dude, you're retarded. Can you please just go? Like, I don't know what you're doing here, but whatever the hell it is, it's obviously not your job and you have no clue about what the hell you're doing. I, I just, it blows my mind, boggles my mind. The way that this has been handled completely has blown my mind. I figured there would be an outcry. I figured when I first heard it and said there were chemicals leaking, I thought, man, this is going to be really bad. And then I woke up and realized where it was. And then I realized that it is in an area of the country that no one has ever gave a shit about and no one ever will. The people in, in New York and DC and LA despise these people more than you can imagine. And the weird part is I'm from this area. I'm from the Appalachian region. I know I've lived there. I know the people there. I know how much contempt the rest of the country has. You're just ignorant. You're ignorant, poor, you know, nasty people that they don't want anything to do with. In fact, it gets so bad that I, I actually uh, watched some documentaries, which, of course, they find the worst of the worst people they can possibly find in these areas and do documentaries about them and put them on YouTube. And they all sit there and talk about it like they're watching, like, animals in a zoo or something like oh this it's just so these people are so fascinating no they're not fascinating they're 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 just terrible people you found the worst people possible and you decided to put them in in a documentary film that's what you did and you find it fascinating because it's it's like some weird sideshow to you well i hate to tell you there's a whole lot of people that live there that aren't the sideshow that have gotten shit on for years. These people have been poisoned with all kinds of different uh, chemicals and runoffs and everything else that nobody ever gave a shit about, never made national headlines anywhere. And it continues to this day in many of these areas because nobody cares and nobody will care. And that's what you see in Ohio. You think they care? No, they don't give a shit. Here you go. Uh, here's a guy admitting what happened responsible for this and before these people went back to their homes their, their homes should have been tested uh, their homes should have been cleaned um from the you know from the onset these people were being uh, marginalized in, in an effort to uh, to mitigate this and you know at first they were being told you know go get a hotel and uh, keep your receipts and we'll reimburse us east palestine is is a very poor community some of these people don't have the money to go get the hotels and do all of and you know all this stuff. This really looks like a nuclear winter. And I said, well, you know, pretty much, yeah. yeah. We nuked this town for chem with chemicals, and this is what they're getting. Yeah, they get shit on, and that's usual. That's the usual mo. It uh, it is unbelievable, <clears throat> and it just 
And it's just one of many stories. We're going to dig more into the train thing in a minute, but I'm going to go on a broader point for a minute. Think about what just happened. They burned off a whole bunch of hazardous chemicals. And I don't know if you've seen it, but you can go online and find the uh, plane. I think it was an airplane or a satellite view above uh, Palestine, Texas, or Palestine, Ohio, or Palestine. I don't say it properly because, you know, well. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, and you can see this just mushroom cloud of black smoke going up. Now, why would that be a problem? Can you imagine if that was anywhere else in the country that that had happened? People would be freaking out. Greta Thunberg would be tied to something around there screaming how we're evil. But I don't hear a word from her. Not a word. I don't hear a word from Carrie or Gore or... Any of them, really. I mean, where are all the Hollywood types screaming about the environment? Not a damn one of them. You know what else they skipped to? Here you go. Here's Victoria Newland basically admitting they blew up the, oh, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Cruz, uh, like you, I am, and I think the administration is very gratified to know that Nord Stream 2 is now, as you like to say, a hunk of metal at the bottom of the sea. Oh, okay. So is that an admission that you blew it up? Because that'd be a little that'd be a little fucked up. I mean, number one, it would you know start a world war. Uh, nobody wants that. Not that I'm in any way afraid of Russia or their military by far. Uh, actually, it seems to be more of a joke than anything else. But at the same time, um, what what happened? Well, if you blew it up. You released more methane, which is what they talk about all the time, right? Methane. We have to not eat meat because the cow farts. How many cows do you think it far had to fart to get anywhere close to as much methane as was released when you blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline? Do you have any guess? Because I don't. It would be an astronomical. Probably, I would say, they would have to, uh, it would be probably a couple thousand a couple thousand years of cattle on the earth to come close to what they released in just two days. Did you see anybody freaking out? Anybody freak out over that one? Did you hear the administration talking about what a disaster it was, how the earth warmed, you know, 10 degrees just from that? No, that's weird. Didn't say anything. What's going on in, uh, in Ohio. Well, what's going on? Is there anything bad happening to anything around there? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Were there other chemicals on there? Oh, I guess there were. Let's see. I know three more chemicals that were on board the Norfolk Southern train that derailed here in East Palestine just over a week ago. And we're being told that some of those chemicals are dangerous. We basically oh, just nuked a town with chemicals. You just so nuked a town with chemicals. Open. So you can the open a railroad. The Environmental Protection Agency sent a letter to Norfolk Southern stating that ethylene glycol monobutyl ether. He says it's mm. a carcinogen and contact with it can cause burning and irritation in the skin and eyes. Breathing it in can irritate the nose, throat and cause coughing and shortness of breath. Isobutylene is also known to cause dizziness and drowsiness when inhaled. I was kind of surprised that when they quickly 
the people they can go back home, but then said if they feel like they want their uh, their homes tested, uh, they uh, can yeah. have them tested. I, I would have far rather they did all the testing. Caggiano no says it's possible some of these chemicals could still be present in homes uh, and on mm -hmm. objects until you clean them thoroughly. Oh. There's a lot of what ifs, and we're going to be looking at this thing 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the line and wondering, gee, cancer clusters could pop up, you know, well water Absolutely. could go bad. Caggiano recommends anyone who's in the East Palestine area get a health checkup. He says get a record of where your health stands now yeah. so that moving forward you have documentation of any possibly related effects to the train derailment. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It'll yeah, and it will happen. And it will. And you know what they're going to do 20 years from now? They're going to come out and say, oh, well, you know... Yeah, we probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, we probably should have done something else. And we're sorry about that. And that's when they switch or they'll act like they didn't know. So you either have incompetence. Nobody will be able to find the paperwork. No one will be able to find anything. The usual now, which is incompetence, is policy. Or they'll just go to apology becomes policy. And they'll say, oh, we're sorry. We shouldn't have done that. We didn't know. We didn't know. Um, but that's unbelievable. I mean, you remember how long did they go on and on and on and on about the lead in the Flint water? How long did they go on about that? I mean, they still talk about it. You think they're going to talk about this? Absolutely not. Not a word. And there were some really disturbing videos, if you haven't seen them, where people are going out to like the local like creeks and stuff, and they like either uh, scratch the... Uh, bed with a stick or throw a rock in and then all of a sudden all these chemicals bubble up to the top dead fish everywhere oh we're going to hear about all that i mean it shouldn't be a problem though i mean it's fine it's safe listen uh i mean this is right before they decided to set it on fire um it's a little crazy southern railroad is planning a controlled release of the vinyl chloride at approximately 3 30 p.m the controlled release of the toxic chemicals also has the potential to be deadly if inhaled. Those in the red area, those in the red area are facing grave danger of death if they are still in that area. Those living in the orange area are at risk of severe injury, severe injury including skin burns and serious lung damage. To state the obvious, all of you need to leave as well, uh, and, and, and I need to leave as well too. So. <laughs> I need to get out of here, too. I mean, holy shit. Uh, better go. I mean, it's uh, it's disturbing to even think about doing anything like this, not cleaning it up, not trying to, uh, you know, do anything with it. Just burn it and leave. And that's essentially what they did. They burned it and left. They said, man, eh, the outside air seems all right right now. And uh, eh, we're good. And, and they took off. The EPA took one air reading and said, yeah, we're good. Looks good to us. Hey, if you want to test stuff at your house or whatever, <laughs> that's on you. Uh, we're headed out. We're getting back to D.C. because, uh, nah, it's nothing to do with how bad it is around here. No, 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 no. We have other jobs to do. We have a balloon to find. You know, they have balloons to worry about. They ain't got time for all this shit. No, no, no. And, uh, yeah, some things are uh, some things are not going well. Not, not well at all. Um, it seems like... Uh, hmm, 
not uh, not doing too well around there. Warned us about disaster like this. I heard firsthand months ago about the corporate practice of precision scheduled railroading. Precision scheduled railroading is uh, shorter staff, longer hours, longer trains, less safety, less maintenance. Mm. Do I have all that right? Oh, you got it all right. I okay. Mean, a, a lot of the derailments that you're seeing on national TV is one of a few things. It's lack of maintenance on the track or they've cut the track gangs too short and they can't get out to fix it, or they've cut the carmen's, which is the union that works on the rail cars. So uh, we have one derailment here in Northeast Ohio where a wheel flange was very thin December. and a switch and derailed the entire train. Luckily it was full of candle wax and not something highly volatile. Mm. Rail workers oh. tried to strike over this stuff but were stopped by Congress. Oh. A few weeks later and here we are. Several oh, Norfolk right. Southern Remember cars that. of yeah. toxic, highly volatile chemicals exploded mm. fantastically in the tiny town of East Palestine, Ohio, 20 miles from where I grew up. Okay, so I wanna correct that really quick because I like to have the truth. They didn't blow up. They set them on fire. So this guy's saying the train cars blew up. No, they derailed, were leaking. Some of them were getting too hot because, you know, things are going on because there was ether, or as the one lady said, ether. It's not ether, it's ether. Uh, and if you know anything about uh, ether, it is um, hmm, uh, highly, highly flammable. Highly flammable is an understatement. Yes, it will blow up in your face very quickly. Uh, in fact, that's what they use for uh, starter fluid for cars and diesel trucks and, and quite a few other things. They used to use it for anesthesia, too, so you know it works well. Anyway, moving on. So I met Clyde in East Palestine to ask him about it. Well, it's like a faulty bearing uh, caused a catastrophic derailment. These railroads are turning profits hand over fist. They've cut their workforce to bare bones, and now they're paying the price for it because the wheels are falling off the train, basically. Carmen were inspecting cars about three minutes per car. That's always been industry standard. Now it's 90 seconds Now it's 90 car. seconds. Is that because of PSR? Yes. It's a rush job right now and these guys are under pressure i mean they're working men and women and you know if they don't hurry up and get this car done they're going to be fired great points so i went to a press conference with norfolk southern and ohio governor mike dewine to ask them about this what could precision scheduled railroad have to do with the axle failure that caused the derailment I have no idea that it's a mechanical issue. Rail, precision scheduled railroading is a management process. Not a great answer, and that's probably because Norfolk Southern let a worker take the fall rather than a single corporate executive showing up in the town that they polluted to be held accountable. Mm. Right, but don't worry. Norfolk Southern, it's really great. You can go on their website. They have an impeccable ESG rating. In fact, their environmental rating is higher than their social rating. So that's how you know they are very, very good for the environment. Now, another one of their trains just derailed uh, just the other day. I think it was two days ago, right outside of Detroit. So you know they're doing great. Um, don't know if anything, I haven't heard of anything spilling there yet, although at this point and that just goes to show because you know who the uh, main investor in norfolk southern is oh that's right billionaire warren buffett it's really weird how this works now he is a huge huge environmental guy so you know it's got a great environmental score because he's worried about the environment 
and he's the primary uh, investor in Norfolk Southern. So he bought it all up. Um, it's really strange, too, because he bought it all up right after um, Biden, when he knew uh, Biden was going to be president. And uh, it's strange because they were going to he knew that Biden was going to shut down the pipeline to you know transport oil in and they would have to be tra uh, transported in on <laughs> that's right rail huh it's weird i'm sure the two things don't have anything to do with each other at all nothing at all i'm sure it doesn't complete coincidence he just happens to be a super smart investor uh precision scheduled railroading uh, you heard a synopsis of it there. Basically, they're saying, listen, we're not going to look at the maintenance that much. We're going to cut people down. And when the workers decided they were going to strike over this and cause problems over this, well, what happened? Well, it's okay. Congress and the president made sure that that got shut down and there was no strike over any of that. But I'm um, sure it'll be fine. You think there's uh, some reason they don't want to talk about the train derailment in Ohio? I mean, let's see. They uh, approved of the um, precision scheduled railroading. They didn't let anybody strike or raise concerns over the maintenance or what problems could arise. And one of their buddies, one of their friends, Warren Fat Piece of Shit Buffett, is the main party involved in Norfolk Southern. So. Any other questions you need answered? Oh, no. The environment's the most important thing ever. It is so important because, you know, what would you do? I mean, come on. Uh, they're super, super concerned. Here's how concerned they are because they're really checking this out. And this this is what I found. Amanda Brashears was going to feed her five hens and rooster this morning when she discovered them all lifeless, <clears throat> practically in the same position, with no signs of a predator entering their enclosure. I'm beyond upset and quite panicked because this, they may be just chickens, but they're family. Brashear says her chickens were alive and well yesterday. She believes the smell following the detonation of the train carrying chemicals that derailed in East Palestine is to blame for her bird's sudden death. My video camera footage shows my chickens were perfectly fine before they started this burn. And as soon as they started the burn, my chickens slowed down and they died. If it can do this to chickens in one night, imagine what it's going to do to us in 20 years. No, no, you're, you're going to have cancer. I mean, those people are going to be very sick and they're going to die just like many of the other people throughout Appalachia that have had similar, you know, exposures and they die young. All right. I mean, it's just the way it is. No one cares. Um, it's uh, here's uh, some of the residents talking about some of the issues they have. You watch people that are investigating. They all have these giant hazmat suits on, um, but somehow it's safe for people to go back to these homes. Um, they only evacuated a mile, a mile out-ish. Um, anybody outside of that, you're kind of on your own. If you want to leave, you can leave. If you want to drink bottled water, go for it, buy it if you want to, you know, but it's all on our own dime. And this is caused by, you know, a company who makes billions of dollars and, and we're forgotten about. Well, yeah, you forgot the part where he donated lots and lots of money to Biden and to the DNC. And all of his buddies are in Washington. He has got nothing to worry about. Why would they worry about it? Here's uh, Governor DeWine saying, hey, don't worry about it. It's all good. You're a family governor. You'd be okay sending everybody back home? 
Yeah, look, I mean, we, we indicated that. Uh, we're we're going to continue to test the air. We're going to continue to test the water. Uh, but what that is indicating is that it is, is very, very safe. Oh, okay. So never mind. Don't worry about it. That stuff's fine. Animals dead, fish dead, um, chemicals just boiling up in the water. It's fine. I'm sure he's not going there. He already got the hell out of there. He told you in the last clip, man, I'm, I got to get the hell out of here. Um, he did admit in one press conference, though, that, uh, yeah, if he was going to live there, eh, he'd keep a real close eye on the air and drink bottled water. There's no way he'd drink the water. But, hey, yeah, it's probably fine. It's probably good. So between that and the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, well, those seem like two big I don't know, ecological disasters, right? Those seem like they're big problems. This hasn't even been declared a disaster. It's not a disaster. It's some people who vote for the wrong party, a bunch of poor people that we don't care about. That's what you need to know. And that's that's what's happening. It's, it's sad. It's sinister. <clears throat> but, you know, it's been going on for a very long time. In this area of the country, it's business as usual and they're not going to hang the blame on warren buffett he gives way too much money to the democrat party way too much money to biden too much support comes from that there's no way they're making a big stink they're not going to declare it an emergency that's why you don't see people out there on the ground doing testing moving people out all that it's not going to happen it's not going to happen anywhere else in the country by any other means, this would be declared a disaster two weeks ago. And no one would be there right now. But it is what it is, unfortunately. Going to take a quick break and be right back. And we are back. All right. So what else has been going on? Well, I mean, transportation might be a big issue right now. Um, as <clears throat> Butt Gig said, we have problems with... Uh, Balloons. Well, there was the Chinese spy balloon, and I've never really wrapped my head around that thing. What the hell happened if it was... I, I really don't know if it was a great distraction or what. I mean, it just seemed completely bizarre to me. Somebody would send a, a balloon. It's low altitude. I, I don't know. And maybe that was the point. Maybe they thought, well, there's no way anybody's going to think we're actually doing anything with this or, or what happened. But then while that was going on, before they shut it down, this happened. She decided to grab herself. I'm going to catch it on my phone this time. Dolly Moore says she barely had time to think and instead just started rolling. And all I could think was, oh, my gosh, this is happening again from two nights ago. Mm -hmm. All the commotion started around 445 when she was finishing up her work day. This big window in her home office looked south. She was watching when all of a sudden it was this big explosion in the sky and all this debris started just slowly coming down like it was big smoke. Those images took social media by storm. Well, I'm yes, not a they big did. Person, so, so I'll just I'll just tweet it and like this is oh my gosh, this is what I just got. But here's where the mystery continues. Mm. We reached out to Sheriff Mike Linder, who says there's been no verification of the video from others. Meanwhile, the city tweeting out this, saying they're aware of the video, but they haven't been called to any incidents related to it, and nothing was picked up on radar. And Governor Greg Gianforte telling the city of Billings 
They don't know of any explosions <laughs> in, around, or across Montana. Because to us, it looked like when it first came down, it was like, oh my gosh, it's in our neighborhood. Like, that's scary, you know? Right, right. Yeah, so uh, that went around, went viral. I saw the video. I don't know what the hell it was. <clears throat> and I really don't know, you know, what the hell it could be. And apparently they had several of these going on um and it was kind of freaky for a while here's a news report they broke in to talk about the one in alaska in los angeles we are live the white house says an unknown high altitude object has been shot down over the waters off alaska it comes just days after the u.s downed a chinese surveillance balloon off the coast of south carolina National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says the object was flying at about 40,000 feet and posed a, quote, reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flights. Watch. Uh, we're calling this an object because that's the best description we have right now. Uh, we do not know who owns it, uh, whether it's, it's state-owned or, or, or corporate-owned or privately-owned. We just don't know. Kirby also says President Joe Biden ordered the military to down the object, which the military had tracked since yesterday. The debris landed on frozen water and will now be collected for analysis. Okay, so there was one off of Alaska. There was one in Montana. They just have skipped that one altogether. Haven't talked about that at all, which is kind of weird considering they're talking about all the rest of them. There was one right here and uh lake huron up north of here um it's it's really weird so uh what the hell were these things and that's uh kind of strange here's uh the good old uh kirby uh talks about uh, talk what they shot down in alaska i can confirm that the department of defense was tracking a high altitude object over alaska airspace in the last 24 hours out uh, the uh, the object was flying at an altitude of uh, 40,000 feet and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight mm. out of an abundance of caution and at the recommendation of the Pentagon President Biden ordered the military to down the object and they did and it came in inside our territorial waters and those waters right now are frozen but inside uh, territorial uh, airspace and over territorial waters all right, so they were saying it was an object. And then I guess later on, uh, everybody says they were balloons. But until then, um, it's really strange. Uh, here's what they figured out about the China balloon. We were able to determine that China has a high altitude balloon program for intelligence collection that's connected to the People's Liberation Army. No, really? It was operating during the previous administration, but they oh, did not it was, detect huh? it. Oh, they we, didn't detect uh, it. Was we did. Yeah, I know. And we have been carefully studying it to learn as much as we can. We know that these PRC surveillance balloons have crossed over dozens of countries on multiple continents around the world, including some of our closest allies and partners. Okay. We assessed that at this time, these balloons have provided limited additive capabilities to the PRC's other intelligence platforms used over the United States. All right. So they're saying, yeah, it was a spy balloon, which again, blows my mind. If you're going to send something, I mean, now they said, well, it, it could possibly be because it moves so slow and it's a balloon. It doesn't show up on radar that well. Well, I mean, it doesn't really have to sh show up on radar. People can just look outside and say, Hey, there's a fucking balloon. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's uh, really bizarre 
<clears throat> it's bizarre that they waited so long. It's it's just all weird. And after they shot down these uh, two or three others, uh, I you know they never confirmed how many they shot down. They said Huron, one over Alaska, and, you know the one that was the Chinese balloon. Uh, never mentioned the one uh, whatever they shot down in Montana. Although obviously they shot down something. Uh, then they, of course, like people do, uh, they went and asked the Pentagon, uh, what the hell are all these things? And this is, this is truly bizarre just because what the hell? Because you still haven't been able to tell us what these things are that we are shooting out of the sky, uh, that raises the question, um, have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrials? terrestrials and if so why because that is what everyone is asking us right now okay can someone seriously say that the pentagon is going to come through and say yeah yeah it was aliens you know they've been around a while they pissed us off that day so we shot them now again let me let me you know wrap your brain around this now am i saying there is no life outside the universe no i'm not saying that chances are that there is Chances are better that there is than there isn't. That's for sure. Now, <clears throat> think about this. If they had the capability to make it here from outside our solar system, do you think they're coming in some high altitude balloons or some weird spaceships that would easily be shot down? I, I don't think so. It just seems weird. I really don't know. Or maybe that doesn't make sense. Maybe it's like us sending you know, a rover to Mars. I mean, somebody could easily shoot that down if they had our capabilities and they lived on Mars. So I, I'm not really sure, but it does seem quite odd. Uh, but uh, the guy doesn't dismiss it, which, again, is kind of bizarre, but maybe they're just trying to keep it all uh, going because it's a great distraction from things like, I don't know, nuking a small town in Ohio, uh, other train derailments, uh, you know, what's going on in Ukraine. I mean, this is a pretty good distraction if you get people talking about UFOs, that's for sure. Hey, thanks for the question, Colleen. I'll <clears throat> let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. Oh, okay. With an attempt to identify. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, I know that they, you know, people think that there's like this huge net up that we catch everything. Apparently that's not the case. Apparently we were led to believe that. And apparently that's not true anymore. And I realized this when, uh, you know, sort of like watching the uh, documentary uh, Armageddon. I don't know if you've seen that documentary, but you should watch it. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, some good people in it. Uh, but he says, you know, uh, pardon, sir, but it's a big damn sky or big fucking sky or something. And uh, that is true. I guess it is a big fucking sky because uh, they miss apparently asteroids and shit all the time. They're like, oh, hey, by the way, one just passed us. Uh, yeah, we didn't catch it in time. But hey, it missed us, right? Good job, guys. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that very much. It is kind of funny, though. Uh, we shot the one down in Canada. We shot one down in the Yukon Territory in Canada. We did get that one. Um, and then someone went on to ask uh, KJP, um, you know, why why exactly they uh, the U.S. was shooting down things down over Canada? Which, I mean, I guess if you don't understand how, um, you know, how all this works, I, I guess it is a legit question because you'd be like, well, why, are, why aren't the... Uh, 
you know, why aren't the Canadian um, military shooting it down? But, you know, uh, it's, it's been in agreement for a long time. Yes, we defend Canada for the most part. They don't have a huge huge uh military or anything like that so yeah we basically you know take care of all that but she has to be the worst communicator ever in history listen to this garbled nonsense all she had to do was say hey you know what we have a a pact an agreement with canada we cooperate with them they ask for our help we help them out we cover the airspace because norad does that um here it is why is the American military shooting something out of the sky over Canada? Because it's part of a NORAD. There is a, the NORAD is part of like a it, part of a it's a it's a what you call a coalition, a consortium, a, 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 so, a pact, okay. exactly. And so that's why we were able to do that. Again, we didn't do it on our own. We did right. it in in uh, in uh, clearly in 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 in, in step with uh, right. Canada. In step in step with Canada, which uh, may be a new member of uh norad there um hmm. i she's terrible she is awful i mean stammering over over that just say hey we have a treaty norad covers all of north america uh we saw it you know we called in and said hey there's something up there you want us to shoot it down and they said yeah go ahead and we said cool and went and did it. That's how easy that was. It didn't take I mean, uh, 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 and other guttural noises that I don't know what the hell it is. Terrible. She is the worst. The worst. And she's finally admitting that she is terrible. That she is really, really bad. Because she said that she is. I'm, I'm quoting here that Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the best communicator in the White House. That's a direct quote from KJP. Uh, this is uh, this is unreal, but yeah, this is her. She said he's the best one. See how that works out. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. The best way to get something done, if you if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway, from from Char, uh, uh, excuse me, from Charlotte. One another line going from in Florida down to Tampa of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah, America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him uh, put the idea that um, yeah, Los Angeles and uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? Don't know. For two reasons. One, to... Yeah? We haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is... Let uh, me um, say it another way. But the nature... Not a solid meeting with, um, with uh, the... Uh, Some do. They make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do, the drivers. The, um... No, we're all good. No worries. We're all covered. 
that's the best communicator we have. So if you wonder why maybe aliens wouldn't be such a bad alternative to this, I mean, can it get any worse? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, yes, of course it can get worse, but I mean, they could be speaking some weird alien language and it probably would be just as, just as easy to understand as that. I mean, none of that made sense. And of course it doesn't. He's old. He's dementia riddled. It's, it's a terrible situation. So, uh, that's where we're at. Uh, and we are beating down a very dangerous, dangerous path. How dangerous? Well, uh, let's just see what a big uh, screw up it has been. Uh, here's KJB telling us that, uh, you know, you shouldn't worry so much over the balloons. Now, everybody was talking about the balloons. Are these more balloons? Are they other craft? They couldn't determine whether they were other craft. The Pentagon said, well, maybe it's aliens. Maybe we shot down their gondola. Not really sure. KJP says, don't worry, though. He's taking this very seriously, and he's receiving briefings regularly from his national security uh, advisors, uh, and uh, he's going to continue to do that. We are sharing as much information as we can oh, okay. uh, as uh, as possible oh, I feel safe. Uh, and but we do want to make sure that the americans uh, american people understand that uh, there's no need to panic oh then that uh, means the president there is took this action mm -hmm. as i mentioned earlier because mm -hmm. uh, the objects were mm -hmm. indeed flying at low uh, lower elevation and mm -hmm. they were in civilian airspace and uh, we wanted to make sure that we protected uh, that airspace but again i still don't know, know what they are want to also make sure that the americans are not uh, do not panic during this time View of the president's communications team that he is equally adept in all settings. Oh, in terms of communication, or there's some that played a greater strength, some where he probably isn't as strong, etc. I will tell you this: the president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. Yeah, that was right after that. She said that uh, don't worry, everything's fine. They're on top of it. Don't worry. Uh, essentially everything was fine. Well, uh, apparently it wasn't fine. Apparently it's a really bad idea. It is almost, uh, the time of the year for, uh, hot air balloon season in Albuquerque. And personally, I wouldn't go up in one. I wouldn't go up in one. Why? Usually it would not be that big a deal. It wouldn't be that dangerous. I mean, they, they're fairly safe. You don't have that many crashes. You'd hear about it. I'm sure. But this year, well, apparently it is extremely dangerous because now, well, last week they could have been aliens or spy aircraft of some kind or or something nefarious. Now Biden comes out and says, well, oh, here, I'll let you tell. I'll let him tell you. Know exactly what these three objects were, but oh, nothing hell are we paying for suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program, or that they were surveillance vehicles from other any other country. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. Roro, hmm. well, there's a problem. Uh, that, that's a, a slight problem. Uh, we shot down recreational balloons and scientific balloons. That, that, that seems bad. That doesn't sound like what we were supposed to be doing at all. I, I don't know. Office, I instructed our intelligence community to take a broad look at the phenomenon of Did unidentified aerial objects. That's a lot. That's a lot. We know Crap. that a range of entities, including countries, companies, and research organizations, mm. operate objects at altitudes for purposes that are not nefarious, including legitimate scientific research. Yeah. I want to be clear. Please do. We don't have any evidence that there has been a sudden increase in the number of objects in the sky. We're now just seeing more of them 
partially because the steps we've taken to increase our radars, to narrow our radars. Mm -hmm. Mm, Okay. Why'd you, um, why'd you do that? Are you worried about something? Worried about things coming in? No. Or maybe because it's a big freaking sky. I don't know. What the hell do you believe from all this? I don't know what the hell to believe. Here's the problem. When you've gone this far down this road with lying about everything and things that are blatant in your face, the, the disaster in Ohio where they're poisoning and nuking a town, basically poisoning it for generations. And they say, there's nothing wrong here. It's all fine. And you know that it's not. And they tell you that, no, there's no escalation in Ukraine to send tanks would be an act of war. Oh, we're sending tanks, but it's not war. I, I, you know, after you go down this road so far and you've lied so much, there's just no way to ever believe anything. So when you tell me there's nothing to worry about, these were probably just people flying kites or balloons because they wanted to check the airstream. Why were you shooting them down with $400,000 a piece missiles? Why? Why would you possibly do that? And you're going to tell me that we have all these sophisticated monitoring systems, but you can't tell the difference between an unknown aerial phenomenon and a cheap ass balloon that you can buy from Amazon. Are are you kidding me right now? Like nobody went up there and and was like, wait a second. Um, was going to shoot this down, but, um, I don't know. It's tied to a string on a kid's arm. You think I should shoot it anyway? I don't know. And of course, I'm being facetious, but it's still the point. These are like commercial or recreational things. I mean, do you want to go up in a hot air balloon now? Next thing you might see is a flash of a a sidewinder, and then that's it. And then they're going to go on TV and be like, oh, this isn't a disaster. We we thought it was China, man. We thought it was China. Oh, sorry about that. Maybe it was aliens. Come on, man. Why are people up there in balloons? Yeah, that's that's about what we'll get. It's unreal. It's it's just unbelievable. And if you think that all these people are being hyperbolic about the war escalating or it turning into a international conflict, a World War Three, if you will. Well, let's look at the uh, some of the news from this past week. Now, apparently, uh, the U.S. has intercepted two Russian bombers off the coast of Alaska that would be nuclear capable. Now, is that Russia just trying to fuck with us? I'm sure that it is because I'm sure they're not insane enough to be flying nukes headed towards the U.S. because then Russia wouldn't exist anymore. Now, does that mean we would be completely safe? No, no, it doesn't. Um, They could drop a nuke or two before everything gets escalated up and Russia is wiped from the face of the earth, along with most of the population of the earth once that is unleashed. I mean, you're talking about very few people left alive anywhere. So that's not a good solution. It just goes to show you that they have no respect for this administration or anyone at the Pentagon. They just do not have any... um, respect or fear they should be a healthy fear of what would happen but apparently not and then of course north korea has been you know doing a little saber rattling of course and now we're doing some um some high uh what did they say high intensity very intense uh war games 
uh, some rehearsal type things with the South Koreans to intimidate North Korea, which is fine. You know, keep Kim, Kim Jong-un in his place. I'm fine with that. But it just it seems like everything's escalating everywhere. And then I saw this this morning. This is from a summit in the UK. This is Kamala and an official from the UK. Basically, they're in Germany and they are talking about what the hell is going on and how this is going to escalate and it must escalate. This is just unreal. They keep talking about this, acting like they're not talking about starting a huge war. And there is no doubt these are crimes against humanity. I have one question for you really quick. Is this the one they're going to use now? Is this what they're going to do and launder it through the Washington Post and the New York Times? You know, is this the WMD thing? Is that what they're building up to? Because I'm scared to death it is. I'm scared to death. It's another, you know, WMD. You know, they've got them. They're just over there. Next sand pile you find, you dig under it, you're going to find a nuke. Is that what we're headed to? Is that what this is going to be? Crimes against humanity. Is that going to be the battle cry that comes from the neocons and all the warmongers and all the, um, you know, all the war hungry from around in power around the world? Is that what's going to happen? Crimes against humanity. We have to go in to stop that. Remember Hitler. Remember the Holocaust. That's what we're working with here. Let's push everybody into a global war. Is that where we're headed? Because it sounds terrifying when you start saying things like this. And of course, they love it. They want war. Keeps them rich. Keeps the them powerful. The United States has formally determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity. And I say to all those who have perpetrated these crimes and to their superiors who are complicit in these crimes, you will be held to account. Terrible speaker. Just horrible. In the face of these indisputable facts. Terrible. To all of us here in Munich, Read it. Read it. Let us renew our commitment to accountability. Let us renew our commitment to the rule of law. Okay. She has got to be the worst public speaker ever. There is no cadence. Her cadence is weird. Her delivery is weird. It's just off-putting. I mean, not only is she not super bright, which we all know, we've heard all the school bus and everything else, but her cadence is weird. It's very off-putting. It sounds like she's trying, I don't know, I know she desperately, desperately wants to be an amazing figure, and this is a perfect opportunity for her to think that she's, you know, the next Churchill or... FDR or something and she can really really make an impact but it's just not it's it's actually just really bad speaking and 
I, I just worry. I worry. That's a huge escalation. Now we're accusing them of crimes against humanity. Does that mean tribunals? Are we? Is that going to be the the basis in which you know you try to justify sending American boots on the ground? That that's what I worry about. I really do because it's not about. Are you worried about fighting a war with Russia? That's not what it's about. It's war. It costs an insurmountable amount of money, an insurmountable waste of life. And the consequences for the world would be absolutely catastrophic. Why are these people pushing for this right now? I have no idea unless they are so wrongheaded and so foolish that they think that this is the way they can grab power. This is the way they can keep in control and try to keep the economy moving. I don't know. It's it's really scary to hear people escalating things like this. And you notice that there is no, you know, if you were talking about Germany and you're going to talk about the Nazis, or if you were talking about Stalinist Russia or Maoist China or the killing fields under Pol Pot, at least you would have something to point to and say, this was their crimes against humanity. Name when that incident happened. What happened? They're not. It's just another talking point. Another, oh, it drives me nuts. Here is uh, the official from the UK talking about escalating it further. We're delivering as much equipment in the next few months as in the whole of 2022. And together, we must help Ukraine to shield its cities from Russian bombs and Iranian drones. And that's why the United Kingdom will be the first country to provide Ukraine with longer range weapons. And it's why we're working with our allies to give Ukraine the most advanced air defense systems and build the air force they need to defend their nation. Okay, so now they need an air force and they need long range missiles. Long range missiles are needed to protect their border in their country to push Russia out of their country. I'm not sure you need long range missiles for that. If that's what you wanted to do, but if you really wanted to kick off a global conflict and you wanted to push this into boots on the ground fighting in Russia, long range missiles will work because you know, it's not going to be long and they're going to be landing in Russia. They're going to be landing in cities and towns and you will galvanize a population to push back. I just, I don't see it. We already have tanks. Tanks are not inherently a defensive weapon. Tanks are an offensive weapon. I Now, Air Force could be seen either way. It could be a defensive weapon. You want to, you know, have defense of your airspace. And as long as that's where it stays, then yes, you would consider that a defensive weapon. You start running missions over borders and into other countries. Now it's an offensive weapon. It's it's just really a, a fine line to walk. And I don't have confidence that any of these people are competent enough to walk that line. Nor do I think they have any desire in trying to walk that line. I firmly believe that these people think that the way to keep power and to try to turn the economy in a very positive direction is to just entangle the world in global conflict. As terrifying as that is, 
they just don't care enough for not only their own countries, but for humanity at all. When she says stuff like, well, these are crimes against humanity. Where is your, your proof? I'm not saying they're not doing it. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying you need to have something to point to and say here on this date in this town, this is what they did. This is a crime against humanity. Fine. Are those people still alive? Are they some of the 125,000 now they're saying are dead? If they're all dead, then what are you going to do about it? Because apparently the ultimate punishment has already been been given out because they're dead. I just don't know. I don't know anything about this, by the way. We don't know enough about this whole conflict. It really blows my mind. And many do think, and including myself, that a lot of this is protecting a unlimited money laundering scheme that has been going on for a very long time now. Funneled through, you know, intelligence agencies and the State Department through Ukraine. It's a very corrupt country. It's been a very corrupt country for a very long time. Everybody knew it. Everybody agreed that it was. Everybody understood it was one of the most corrupt places anywhere. And then suddenly it became the most vital, most absolute gem that we have to give up so much to protect it. And then that blows my mind and it really makes me start to go, well, why? What is going on? What is the answer to that? And there just really hasn't been an adequate answer. And now we're talking crimes against humanity, building a case to, to launch more attacks, to not just send equipment. I feel that this is an escalation to the point of, well, we're going to have to go in and find these people and hold them to account for these crimes against humanity. And if that is the case, and that's what you're building the case for, you need something behind it. You know, you're not going to get the American people to buy the WMD story again. That's just not going to happen. People are not going to go along with it. They know what happened last time. They see the results of it. They see that it was a lie. And you're going to have to do better. But I mean, so many times. These people never learn, nor do they really have to, because we're not holding them to account the way we should. We've bought into partisanship so much that we we just are blinding ourselves and hurting ourselves over and over again, voting for a party instead of a person. And that is killing this country and has for a long time. And now you have people in place. If you're talking about Victoria Newland, if you think for a second she would not kick off World War III and sit back in delight, you are mistaken because she would love it. That is what she has been good at for a very, very long time is dabbling in countries and starting civil wars and all kinds of conflict for many decades now. She is an expert at it. She has more blood on her hands than I can even imagine. And she's in there now. And if there's a way to escalate it to where now the government contractors, military contractors, all these people are going to make a shit ton of money, then she's going to sign up for it. And if that costs, you know, how many ever thousands of American lives, well, what does she care? And that's how I feel that she has felt for decades and decades. Look up and see when she has been and what roles and what has happened around the world. And you'll see what I'm talking about. We need to go over that one day 
The life and times of Victoria Newland, just like you heard her earlier. Hey, Ted Cruz, you know, you and I have a lot in common. Yeah, we like that blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. Do I feel bad for Russia and all of it? No, I don't. But it it's an escalation that I'm not sure was a, a great idea, you know. And of course, you know, of course, they deny any, you know, any part in it of, as they would. The story that came out from, uh, what was it, Hirsch, that said, you know, he published a story um, uh, on Substack or something like that, that uh, said that the U.S. definitely did it and, and outlined when it happened and how it happened. And a lot of people take that for granted because he had some exposés. He was a, an investigative journalist back during Vietnam and brought out some of the stuff like My Lai, the massacre at My Lai and stuff like that. But then after that, uh, supposedly he went off the rails and now he's back with this, you know, really fantastical story about how he blew up the Nord Stream 2. Now, if you know, there's so many sides, you can look at it so many different ways Is the guy, a nut who's always tried to uh, hurt America with his investigative reporting. I guess you could look at it that way. You also could look at it as if if there was a guy because he has been discredited on other stories he came out with and really has been kind of on the fringe for at least the last decade or, or a little more but wouldn't that be a perfect person to throw flow if i could talk i'm starting to sound like biden to float a story through to have him publish it and then everybody stands around going there's no way that's true the crazy guy who's always finding conspiracies everywhere that's the guy who's saying it so it's really hard to believe either way. Do I think we had something to do with it? Quite possibly. Um, you know, it's it's a highly volatile gas, by the way, coming from an area again, coming from an area full of coal mines. Yes, I know how volatile methane is. It is highly volatile. It doesn't take much for it to explode. And when it explodes, it is violent. So I don't know. I don't know. It is terrifying, though. All of this is terrifying. What's going on in the sky? Are these things that we're shooting down? Of, of Are they drones from somewhere? I don't know. And I don't know that we will ever know for at least for a while. But let's just hope and pray that uh, cooler heads prevail and we don't get into a prolonged forever war, uh, an international World War III. It's just nothing good can come of that except for a whole lot of people dead. And the treasure of our country bled out on a battlefield, whether it be from our treasury or from the human waste. It just it's just not worth it. Let's hope this de-escalates. Or maybe, just maybe, maybe it is the aliens. Maybe we'll get lucky and this is the aliens and uh, they can speak more clearly than Biden. Who knows? Anyway, that's going to do it for today. I've ran a little bit long. I'm running out of time. I will be back next week. We're going to talk about some different things. Uh, the biggest thing I want to go through uh, next week is uh, I've got a seven-minute clip of just what a big bigot Joe Biden is, and that should be interesting. It's seven minutes long, and it's all the bigoted things he said over the past while. It's very interesting. Uh, we will go through all that. We're going to go through uh, the changing of the attitudes from what it was in the 70s from Joe Biden to what he feels like now about social programs. Uh, that's a complete turnaround. Both of those things will be very interesting, plus much, much more. I'm sure we'll hear more about balloons, more about train derailments, everything else. 
I will be back. Please do remember to like, subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. All those things are huge and help out so much. If you want to send a message, uh, a complaint, whatever, you can do so. Erics-America.com is the website. At Eric's America Pod is the Facebook. Eric underscore podcast is at Twitter. And if you want to send an old-fashioned email, you can do that as well. Ericsamericapod at gmail.com. Don't worry, I will be back next week. Until then, just remember it's no agenda, just America. <laughs>